0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spear and Steiner podcast. Right here with Spears.
1: How y'all feel out there? Uh, Red Butler here. Yeah. Good evening. Bartholomew Carrington, III. ten dollars—a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? Game time. Jim uh, Bug Space. Can't get. Red stand Foots, on on on. slave name. Go Cause I am. That nigga right me, daddy. I
2: know you gonna dig this.
1: Conversation. Can you feel it, baby? And that's how I get.
0: Yo, no, Aries, remember uh, yesterday's podcast? We're talking about the Beatles. Yes. There's a song. Do you know what it? it's a uh, Someone's ring. Someone's knocking at the door. Someone's ringing the bell. Do me a favor. Open the door and let them in. Who is it? Oh, Steve. (laughs) Oh.
1: Tell me something. That's the only. That's the only Beatles song.
2: <laughs>
0: I want to hold your head.
1: Your head. Is that the same song? No, it's a different song. I want. I want to look. I don't even know the
0: fucking rhythm. I want to hold your head. I don't even fucking know, dude. I'm telling you, I'm not a Beatles fan, but when I watched that doc, I, I became more of a fan than I've been. But I like them as people less.
1: I'm going to watch it because just the artist in me. Knows that I should intercept all kinds of art. Funny story. I remember I was watching the Sports Century, and this is where I always get festive. Uh, usually for Christmas. I don't think CNN. Does, I mean, Sports Center does it anymore, but they would do this the, the Sports Century countdown. And uh, of course, Ali, I think, was number one. And he tells the story about how the Beatles, during the height of their craze, went to Miami to go visit. Muhammad Ali at his training session down there in Miami beach with Angelo Dundee. And they they show the pictures, the black and white pictures took a gang of pictures with him posing, having fun doing this, doing that. And they said at the end of the story, when the Beatles finally left, Ali looked at one of his people and said, who were those five faggots? <laughs>
0: he said <at> faggots.
1: <laughs> yeah. He didn't know who they were. That's pretty funny because I seen like, the, that's a whole nother level of fame. When you so famous, you don't know
0: who other famous motherfuckers are. That, that is funny because there's a lot of pictures from that day. I, yes. I mean, I've seen, I've seen it in other documentaries where you see all that come in and Ringo star, I guess must've been a big fan. Cause he's, he does a lot of the pictures who, right. who I never thought was a big deal. Like I, I don't want to get too into this Beatles thing, but I, I was really impressed with Ringo. He just. He was, the, he was a really cool dude. He just did not give a fuck. That's what I like. The,
1: the only ones alive now are Ringo
0: and Paul McCartney, right, right? Right. And who were the other three? John Lennon. It's John Lennon, and he what? got shot. Uh, yeah. And then uh, it was uh, George Harrison, and he died of cancer.
1: That's four. That's only four. Oh, I thought it was five.
0: No, but if you watch the doc, there's a fifth beetle kind of uh, in this.
1: You know, Eddie Murphy did a skit on that on SNL where he was the fifth Beatle. He was the, the only black Beatle.
0: Well, the dude was black. you I'm, I'm, Oh, well, shit.
1: Maybe that's where Eddie got it from.
0: Uh, and he's not a Beatle. He just, he he performed uh, with them. He's not a, He he's, he's not a Beatle. He's a black guy. He's a bug. No, man. Actually, the Beatles actually released two of his albums. And I'm not telling you who it is because I want you to watch it. Uh, yeah, I know, Andy, but what you're not understanding is we're four white guys and we're the Beatles.
1: We don't really count uh uh Jimmy Jackson. He he just he just seems a bug. You know, he's really what imported
0: the Beatles. You know, he was like a bug, just a black fucking bug bugger. You, you know that uh the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, the reason that they're in this music is because they love they love the original blues artists, the black artists. Of course we do. Listen.
1: Something about English chaps. We like the black blokes. We know that the better music comes from the Negroes. Or, but, you know, like, white, like most of white culture, we fucking rape your women and children. We take your fucking music. We take everything you do and we don't give you any credit. We just. It's the nature of the white man. You, you, know, you know, all of you niggas are the best. You know, when it comes to your shit.
0: You know, but we don't want nothing to do with you. You know, Keith Richards uh, did a whole thing with uh, uh, Chuck Berry because yeah. Chuck, Chuck Berry was was ba- essentially broke from the record companies. He was did ripped you know?
1: Off. Did you know that when 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 Chuck Berry died, fucking uh, what, what's the guy you just named uh, from the from Keith the Richards. Rolling Stones? He's Keith- that you know, and he does a lot of drugs. A lot of people don't know this, but he actually purposely had fucking Chuck Berry cremated just so he could inject his ashes into his veins with a needle. I I, I, I so knew that's true. He he said to himself, he said, you know, what better than to have the nigga in you Then to just be inspired by him. If you can take a nigga's ashes and you can shoot it in your veins, now you really have the nigga's music ingrained in your soul and your
0: spirit. You know, I normally give you a lot of credit for your accents, but I think you got a little bit more crocodile Dundee in that one. It doesn't matter. I can't even (laughs) fucking. It It doesn't
1: matter. What what matters is we know that fucking niggas are you
0: know. (laughs) <laughs> wanna read these emails yeah let's get into them what do you what do you got a guitar that you just hit no 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 It's my stand uh.
1: my camera stand alright um Kevin Mishu, email request for the podcast hey Aries and Andy just for giggles for the podcasters Aries can you do a quick bit on Bobby Patterson or your Italian guy character arguing on who was a better boxer the argument is it's about Irish Mickey Ward and Arturo Thunder Getty. Listen, you fucking paisano. Arturo fucking Getty. This guy was a fucking true Italian. I mean, he really couldn't fight that good. He took a lot of fucking beatings. But he really wasn't that fucking good. Let me tell you something, kid. Fucking wicked, kid. Everybody knows about fucking uh, 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 Mickey Watt. He lived down here in the fucking Providence, down in the north. End. He was a fucking champion. He couldn't fight too well either. But you know what? At least they didn't fight no niggas. Because when you fight niggas, you get your ass mopped. Either way, when two white guys fight each other, it doesn't matter if one is a wop or the other is a fucking Bostonian. It's going to be an even fight because it's white. Averageness versus white <laughs> averageness. So it's a better fucking fight, kid. Because if any time a Boston kid gets in the ring with a nigga, like when Mickey Ward, who was is it Mickey Ward? Now, nah, the fucking, who was the fucking other English guy? He fought fucking Floyd Mayweather. I can't even remember the, Ricky Hatton kid. This guy comes over to fucking England. He mopped the white guy up like fucking snot off a fucking table. Well, that's why, you know, you can't fight the niggas. You're fucking monkeys. You get in a ring with a fucking silverback, you're born to fucking lose. But when you take two fucking white guys who are fucking average, now we're looking at a fucking massacre. I didn't have much time to work with that, Kevin, so I hope that helps you.
0: (laughs) Kevin, does that make you
1: feel better? (laughs) Yeah, Kevin, that's got to fucking do the job for you, kid. (laughs) I'm telling you, when you put a white guy in with a fucking silverback gorilla, he's fucking going to die for. What are you going to do that to him for? He's fucking dead.
0: All right. You see that clip that they've been running on of Arsenio Hall when it's, uh, Ali Tyson and, uh,
1: yeah, it's sugar Ray Leonard.
0: Yeah. With, dude, the way Tyson, the way he said it,
2: right.
0: I never seen anybody say, like, say that someone else was number one without, and still without like, without lowering himself the way he said it. You got to let you, you. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, listen, Tyson, uh, you know, there's been so many interviews where this motherfucker is in tears talking about Ali, like he he adores Ali. But
0: the, I just love you. Got to how do you say something? You got to draw. You got to all everyone's tongue knows. You got to your tongue. I I. It, it was like one of the most unique things that he ever said. That I went right. That was from Tyson. Like that. That
1: was. Yo, dude. Let, let me tell you something for shits and giggles. If you really want a good laugh, I don't know if I if you ever saw it or I, I don't think I sent it to you. The funniest shit ever is the locks. The rap group the locks. Yeah. On drink champs talking about. Mike Tyson at the red carpet at an award show. Uh, he said at one point that we talking about Jadakiss, Chic Louche, and Styles P three raw niggas from Yonkers at one point, <clears throat> and And when they had the Rough Riders Eve, remember Eve, the rapper, the female rapper. Yeah. Eve. Yeah. She was with Rough Riders and Mike kept flirting with her on the red carpet talking about how bad he wanted to fuck her and do this and that. And Eve was looking uncomfortable and was looking to them three like her big brothers, like her protectors, like, yo, Mike is being rude and nasty. And Jadakiss goes, yo, we told Mike to chill. but you got to remember, this is Mike Tyson in the 90s. This is Crazy Mike. So when you tell Mike to chill, you got to do it, but you got to take the bass out your voice. We was like, yo, Mike, chill. (laughs) Yo, Mike, come on, man, chill. (laughs) (laughs) Any other time. If it was some other street niggas, they'd be like, hey nigga, hey, chill the fuck out, man. Yo, chill, son. Yo, chill, B. He said, yo, you gotta take the bass out your voice. Mike, chill, okay? <laughs> chill.
0: <laughs> you, you just you get a little cake and you write chill on it. Mike. Yeah, this, yeah. This, this yeah, cake yeah, is for yeah. you, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Chill, Mike, chill.
1: And he was like, he was going, yo, the three of us were going, yo, if we gotta jump this nigga, who gonna hit him first? <laughs> And Jada was like, "Yo, son, we gotta poke that nigga, son. Because if we don't poke this nigga with a blade or something, yo, who the fuck? Somebody gonna get knocked out first, and then it's less of us on the jump." Say, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, Sheikh, you should take the first hit, nigga, because you're the biggest.
0: Uh, I don't think you could stab Mike. I don't, I don't know, think man. I don't think it'd get through the skin, man. It hit the mu- Dude, it, I wish you... It got through the skin, <laughs> but it hit the muscle. And then it would just stop. Right,
1: right, right. And then Mike goes,
0: I got, I got stung by B. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just saw somebody stuck my... I, used to, I got stung by V. Nigga, I really wish you was with me when I went to Vegas for that shit that didn't work. I, so you really could understand, seeing that nigga come into a room, I mean, it's like really...
0: Like seeing a lion off a leash. Like, it just... It's... Woof! Woof! I told you I saw him in Phoenix at, at, at a nightclub and some dude talked shit and he just gave him one look and it was done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, all right. We read that one. Um, all right. This next one is from Harold Pilsen. Um, Godfather of Harlem and Korean movies. What up to my dog, Aries, and my nephew, Andy. Second time writing in, let's just let's just say I was honored when you read my email the first time. Anyway, uh, oh shit. Anyway, I just finished watching the second season of Godfather of Harlem, and it was good. I wanted to know you and Andy's thoughts on it. Also, check out this Korean movie called My Name. It's in it's in dub, and I know you hate when women be beating niggas asses, but that's exactly what it is—a woman hell bet on finding out who killed her father by joining up with his former gang. I thought it was decent. Love y'all. Peace.
0: Um, I haven't seen season two with
1: Godfather Harlem. You haven't seen season two? I haven't seen it. Sure you have.
0: They're up to season four now, I think. Oh, no? okay. Yeah, yeah. I have seen it then. Yeah, I've watched the No, first- you've seen it. But you might be right. I don't think it's past season two. I haven't seen That's as far as I've seen it. I thought it was a
1: new season they were saying. No, I don't think a new season started yet. Okay. Um... And I'm start, I'm I think I'm coming to the realization that because I'm not seeing no ads for it, uh, what was my shit from Boston?
0: Oh, I know. city you, on a hill. No, I heard they were they were I, gonna do it. Are they, dude? With COVID, everything got shut down. Everything's behind. Damn, son, I ain't seen no
1: previews. I'm like, damn, did they not bring back? City on a hill.
0: Nah, ah, I, I, I can't believe that. I hope they bring it back. I, ho- I, I there's a lot of things I want them to bring back, but we'll see what comes back. I, th- I saw a poster for um, the Good Lord Bird. Yeah, that's definitely and that's been out of commission in a for a minute. Telling you, it's. I mean, I- I'm looking up uh, City on a Hill. See if it's coming back out.
1: Um, this movie he's talking about this Korean movie called My Name. I haven't heard of it. <sighs> I haven't either. Um. <sighs> And let me ask you a question. Do you have a problem or can you or would you or have you watched movies where the movie not black cuz we we know black people. Black people part of the American fabric. Not saying other races aren't, but listen, this country is black and white. Yes, there are other things, but it's mainly black and white. Would could you watch Bollywood movies or any movies where the cast is predominantly Asian? Yeah, do, do you have-, have a problem watching movies where Ain't nobody in it like
0: you, no black people, but just a whole nother racial ethnic group. No, I, I, I did you see Slum Dog Millionaire? No, it's a great movie,
1: and I, I don't want to see it. it. It's really good. I, I haven't seen uh, what that movie Crazy Asians. Uh, r- rich the, Crazy uh,
0: Crazy Rich Asians. I haven't seen that either. And didn't that get nominated for an award? Yeah, I saw. I, I saw it on the plane. I didn't see it. Um... Dude, a lot of the like the Bollywood movies though, a lot of them have like musical scenes in it, and I don't like I don't want to see music. The movies that I've seen released <laughs> have musical scenes in it. I don't. I'm not a musical. I'm not. In, I never saw that the musical that was won an Academy or or awards right. here. I, I just I, I'm not a big musical guy. So period period. period. I've only seen so it. Don't
1: matter what it is. No,
0: I, I've only seen one musical that I really liked in my life, and it was it was the movie's called Hair. I saw it. So you'd never see Les Miserables or... I never seen any it. Any of that other shit? I mean, I would go... If someone bought me tickets to go to the theater to see it, I would go see it. Right. But I'm not gonna... I did see... Um, what's the What's the big one that uh, uh, we talked about? It. It's on Disney Plus, too. Um, Cats? No. Fuck that. Oh, uh, that was, have, have you seen that,
1: dude? No. I think I'm, we talked about this on the podcast. Oof, goodness.
0: Oof. No. No. Uh, the movie about the presidents and uh, the, uh, the, the the founding of the country with. Uh, uh, fuck, dude, I can't even remember the name of it. Point right? break. No, no, no. The musical. It's a musical. That's about the president. Yeah, but it's all black cast. Shit. You got me. yeah I saw that one. I saw that and it was good. It was on Disney. I saw it on Disney. I'd like to go to the theater and see it though. I don't like what, like if I'm going to see a musical I want the whole effect I want the the. I you want, want all the gayness I want it all <laughs> I want it all I want to see it on the big stage I want the the dance scenes and the whole I want to see yeah it. I can't yeah. do it bro I can't do it I've never been but I want that's how I that's the only way like Le Miserable that's the way I want to see if I'm going to see it that's how I want to see right. it
1: right yeah I, nothing, nothing nothing hurts my heart more than seeing Hugh Jackman uh belt out a tune <laughs> Like nigga, where
0: the claws at? <laughs> well, the cats. See this. I would go see cats at the theater because it, it was. It's one of the longest running plays, so it has yeah. to be good. But to go, but uh, it doesn't translate in the bo- in the box. I just don't see yeah, it that I,
1: way. I can't. Yeah, I can't. My 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 chauvinistic machoism won't allow me to do it. That's why I'm saying movies with women kicking ass. I'm like, how you kicking this nigga ass? And your thigh is that big?
0: Dude, like, come on, man. There are women that could kick your ass. You don't, you don't think there are women that could kick your ass?
1: Dude. Yeah, I got to be missing limbs and shit.
0: <laughs> nah, son. Did I open nah. I openly admit that there's women that could kick my fucking ass.
1: Yeah, nah, son, I'll bite the pussy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Um, all right. Ant smash Rocky. What's good, Andy? I appreciate what you said during my last email. I heard people say, I must be my own man before, and it's nice to hear from the perspective, from the perspective of another father. And it's for this motherfucker sitting next to you, Aries, if you fucking my moms, I'ma let it rock. Not because I like you, but because while you hitting, I'ma be in your fridge eating up my stepsister's gushes running up the credit card on KFC, pizza, Chinese food, and BBW porn, all while playing Spider-Man and God of War in your game room. (laughs) I ain't pimping out my mom. I'm taking advantage of that mad TV money. Just keep the volume down and we'll be all right, pops. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. So, fellas, I watched Rocky for the first time two weeks ago, and while I cried when Adrian came into the ring, it took me two other times to fully understand the movie i was able to really put myself in rocky's shoes and my girlfriend and adriana's rocky's been trying to get a shot at uh, the big leagues for years and then opportunity literally falls out of the sky and he's uncomfortable the whole time but he doesn't let it stop him i see where y'all are coming from when you constantly talk about him most people are most people are adrian who need a rocky to come along and help them and vice versa Two moments had me on my ass, though, when Paulie was trying to get Adrian out of the house with Rocky on Thanksgiving and he threw the whole turkey out. You want the bird? Now go out and get the bird. I want you out of here. You hungry, Rock? Fucking asshole. When Rocky and Adrian get to the skating ring, and the Zamboni driver tells them it's closed. Rewatch that scene. The way the driver and Rocky say, "Uh, "Yo," have me dying. Keep it up, fellas. I expect gushes and ice cream sandwiches from y'all as payment. Um, Ant, dude, and I know if you... Ant's been with us for For a a while, while. right? Yeah, yeah, for a while. So now I know if you go back and listen to our podcast episodes about Rocky, yo, them jokes hit different. Them jokes hit fucking different. Um, Incidentally, at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning, I was watching Rocky Three laid up in bed, and I'm telling you, it's the funniest shit. That scene where Rocky gets his statue... And Club of Lang confronts him about a fight. Just when the when you hear it, the nigga in the back, they get a brother shot. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, man. But those jokes hit different now. Yeah, man. I'm, come on, man. You late, man. Rocky, it Rocky is to us what fifty shades of gray out of
0: women. Yeah, but you know, come on, baby. You know that scene that he's talking about uh, in the Zamboni? You, yeah, you know that that scene only exists because they didn't have money to do the scene that was written in the that was written for it. Yeah, where they had real skaters and shit, right? Well, no, they're supposed to go on a date. Yeah, and they were supposed to have like a more of a like they were supposed to be there with the whole all all the shits going on in the background. It was closed right. because they couldn't <laughs> afford to have it open. Oh, okay. So yeah, that that scene is. Uh, I, I I love these background stories where you where where they always show that you could get more if you just if right. you're creative instead of just spending money. Yeah, sometimes. Um. Uh.
1: What's the words I'm looking for? Uh, I'm more eloquent than this, but I can't find the words. Sometimes struggle, struggle, uh, makes you innovative. Yeah. Uh, and you and you come out with more diamonds than you do uh coals. I know that wasn't the most eloquent way to put that, but y'all know what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I. I but yeah. He's if he goes back and listens to the Rocky episodes now that you've seen Rocky, man. That's yeah. uh That's a. Yeah. That. That was. That
1: was a fun series actually. Yeah, it really was. I told you, and I say this again, uh, there are certain people who have infectious laughs. Uh, My ex-wife had one of the most beautiful, infectious laughs. Like when she laughed, you laughed, even if you didn't know why you were laughing. And Andy is that way too. Uh, When we did the creed and we said, the son come up and beat up the mother. (laughs) The The way Andy laughs... But then there's a pause. Then it's like it registered to him what really the picture was put in the head. And the cackle nigga, <laughs> your cackle. Oh, it's the best. It's the fucking best,
0: dude. Did you ever see uh, Lords of Flatbush? That first movie, Sylvester Lords Sloan of did. No, I didn't. The one where he's played a gang dude, right? Yeah, uh, kind. kind nah, of, I never you, saw that. Did you need to? You need to check out that young Sly right there. It is so right. funny just watching him act. Because he's still right. he's still that, you know, that guy. All right. Check it All out. Right.
1: This is a rebuttal. And I told this nigga I was gonna get in his ass a little bit. Um Gabatron 88. Um, he says to me, First off, lower your voice, yelling louder than others doesn't make you right. It just makes people not want to listen to you. Um, let me stop there. Look, nigga, you know what the fuck I do and how the fuck I do it. Don't be one of them niggas. You come into Sal's south, and then complain when there's no fucking niggas on the wall.
0: He's Uh, not the first person to tell you that, though. All right, and he ain't going to be the last, nigga.
1: Uh, Shows your weakness and it will be used against you, just like I did in my last email. And you made it stupid easy to do. I know you didn't say that and I didn't mean that Obama didn't do anything for all black people at all for black people. I meant he didn't do what white people wanted him to. Let me stop again. We didn't say that, nigga. I'm going off what you said. That's some female shit. Don't have to have me decode your shit like you my girl. Say what the fuck you mean. You a man. Say it with your chest. Um, I meant he didn't do what people wanted him to, just because he was a black man in office. Next, uh, minority president can take care of a couple more issues when it's their turn and so on. Thought my last email was long enough and didn't see the need to explain it. Yeah. Context is important, but here we are. I use Mexico as an example of what could happen because it's close enough for you to see it in person. I would have used North Korea, Colombia, Uganda, etc but Mexico is just an arm's reach. It wasn't just to tell you how bad it is over here. I'd be going on for hours and make the worst part of Detroit sound like paradise by comparison. This was for you to get your ass up, go see for yourself how a system that mistreats everyone equally is. Trust me, you don't want that kind of system. You couldn't handle a system like that. As bad as you think it might be here, it ain't shit compared to how it is across the river or similar places. We're taking on occasional ass beatings from cops is a godsend compared to what the alternatives are. Also, why should Andy start a march for you to follow? thought your voice carried more weight than his, seeing as you're the one with the extra years in the industry and the butt naked covered in bronze paint level of talent. Is it too hard? Do your hands hurt and can't put in the work? Does GTA Andy need to eat the pussy behind Before you decide to stick your tongue out? Didn't think so. I worked 15 years in retail. One thing that pisses me off more than Karen customers are motherfuckers who wait on others to fix their problems. Gotta stop that shit, lace up, and get it done, cabrón. Not a damn person on this planet that is ever gonna do a fucking thing for you. Yo, T-Tito, Esquina. Ten toes down for you, homie. You have all the support from us, your listeners, but we ain't starting anything... For you either. Not because we don't want to, but we ain't the ones with the podcast. But we'll have your back if you decide to get hands on. You're already there. The best the best position to make some change. Mm, you travel anywhere at any time, have millions listen to you. You experience the issues firsthand, have the connects. What the fuck is Andy gonna do? Well, Senator, I'm here because black people are being treated unfairly and they wanted me to start a revolution on their behalf. They'll be here later though. They just wanted to make sure I got it started for them before they decide their issues were bad enough to join in. They'll just laugh at him. Um, let me let me stop you for a second. Dude, I, I have told you, I don't know how old you are, so therefore this might be why you, you coming up short. Nobody wants anybody to do anything for them, and we certainly don't like to feel like we're in a position as black people to feel weak or we need a white savior. But history has shown us that when white people get involved, because apparently uh, all lives matter more than black lives matter. Hence, what I'm saying is when white people get involved, somehow their lives and their input and and the possibility of of, uh, experiencing uh, hurt or death or being fucked up, it, it adds value. It speeds things along. So, you know, yeah, would we like to be able to stand up on our own and say, fuck that white man? Of course. But when white people get involved, shit's different. I didn't make the rules. That's just how history goes or has gone. Um, You need to start using those years in the industry for more than just complaining about how much worse black people have it in the system. We currently have Uh, invite people that actually matter Tell them what's up, and hopefully they'll help you in making a difference for once. You're closer to the top of the influential food chain than the rest of us. Use that shit, cabrón. If you can't figure out how, try using the six degrees of separation. If you don't know what that is, I'll give you an example. Gabatron 88 has Aries Spears' email. Aries worked with Anthony Anderson on Laugh Until It Hurts. Anthony worked with Cal Penn on Malibu's Most Wanted. Cal Penn worked under Obama and Biden at the White as a White House staff member. Obama first black president. Biden is the president of the United States and direct line to every world leader. Took me 10 minutes of Googling to figure that out. Word, nigga. Is that how it works? I just call Anthony Anderson. He calls Cal Penn. Cal Penn calls Barack fucking Obama, the former president of the United States, who then contacts Joe Biden, and I got a meeting. Is that how it works? Like, it always kills me when people who aren't in Hollywood think it's that simple. Oh, I just had to Google it, and in 10 minutes, I figured it out. Nigga, I've been in show business for 31 years. I know how fake these niggas are. Niggas will see you at parties, slap hands with you, tell you, hey, take my number down, and then you playing the chase game. Everybody's not authentic. And you think I could just get access to the president of the United fucking States? <sighs>
0: My turn? No. Get
1: Anthony to get you in touch with Cal and get Cal on the show. If he agrees, hopefully Cal can get you in front of Obama or in the least get him to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Or at least recording some of you or at least a recording of you. I'm sure you could really do some damage if you try providing solutions instead of just pointing out the problems. We already know what the problems are. What are you going to do about them, puto? I'm not Spanish, but I'm sure puto ain't a good thing. Suck my dick, nigga. With all due respect, Gabatron 88. Till next time.
0: Your turn. Dude, it it doesn't work that way. I mean, you're not- At all! But- to 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 some degree, I'll say it like this: I, I can see that someone from the outside seeing your position and knowing that you have more position, more standing than them, they 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 think that there's more. Do you know what you know? You know what I'm saying though on that? Yeah, yeah. It's an assumption. It's an assumption. And, and, and truthfully, there is more. You have more standing, so you have a better shot at it than if he was to put his six degrees of separation. But that doesn't mean it would happen. I don't. I don't see how. I I don't think that, uh, I don't, I mean, I can't speak for Barack Obama, but I don't think he's taking, uh, everybody's calls right now. Uh, who's, who's that on the lot?
1: Uh, you, you say Aries Spirits, uh, tell him to come on in. Aries, tell me everything about your problems and I'm going to do everything I can to fix them. Uh, because Gabatron 88 figured it out in 10 minutes. Uh, it only took you 31 years.
0: Go ahead. Um, and and not that it's the same because we're talking about different things, but um, you know, Letterman has that show on Netflix. Uh, yeah. and he got he got Brock on the show. But if you if you watch the beginning, you see how long it took even for Brock to get back to David Letterman. And and David Letterman is a television titan. And and he put Letterman on hold. Like he said, it's gonna. I'm going to need a few weeks to get back to you, basically. And then Letterman didn't ever think it was even going to happen. So, right. and that's Letterman calling. Television Titan. So, yeah, you know.
1: Fuck Avery Spears going to do.
0: But you don't have to move the boulder. I think is what he might be trying to say, though, too. You don't have to move the boulder, but, you know, move some rocks. I, I, I mean, I think that he, you know, when people see that you have more uh, influence than they do um they 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 expect more I'm not saying it's correct I'm just saying that's what people expect
1: yeah I, and and you know again no black person is sitting around with their hat in their hand going oh please Mr. white man help uh we we're always on the on the front lines the first to be on the front lines but again history has shown us that you know That white skin comes with power, you know, and and anything that helps move the needle. So the fuck be it. You know, I've said many a times. I know Andy will treat it as like, you know, no, no, nothing. But trust me, if his ass ever really gets serious, he'll shoot there before I do. In terms of
0: fame and success. See, I I disagree with that though. I know you agree with that, but I disagree with it because I have something that I I completely. I'm old, and 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 as much as you you, you know, let, let, old
1: white bunny is better than new nigga money.
0: No, no, because no, because in the industry, youth is how you can make money. The window to make money off someone is a lot bigger when you get someone youthful.
1: Yeah, but the opportunity for you is far greater
0: you can't make money off me very long. So why why bring me up when you have other people that you could bring up and make money? Because you've
1: got the protection. You get the complexion for the protection
0: for the collection. Yeah, but age ageism is part of it is part of this deal. Listen, how 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 many old people do you see on SNL? You've seen one person recently and 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 her old was what 40 something? Okay,
1: but that's one example. Um, you know, no, no. How, many older, how many older white people have you seen on any TV shows or in movies? But they started off young. They started off young. They didn't start off nah, old. Nah, that's then. not necessarily the
0: case. Okay, so who, Rodney Dangerfield? Because we already know the joke that, uh, yeah. uh, that Norm MacDonald said about that. Yeah, okay, Rodney. Now, name right. the other one.
1: Well, uh, but sometimes a new face, even if it's an old one, uh, has more opportunity than an established face that's old.
0: Listen, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you 100. percent I just know what this what the, what they're looking for, and that this is not it. So,
1: yeah, that's that uh, uh, self-deprecation. No, 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 no. That
0: that's honest. This is honest. I mean, right. I, I'm gonna have to. It, it's it's not that. It's not self-deprecation. Right. It's it's r- reality.
1: All right. Uh, LeBron Ship, My nigga Andy. Uh, yo Aries, you are right in feeling how you feel about the Kyle Rittenhouse shit. But I wholeheartedly see and feel what Andy is saying. Andy is a white guy that wants change and wants to see the wrongs righted. Don't bash him for saying what should, he put in caps, of happened because he is right. It's just us blacks. It's just as blacks know that shit won't be righted. Um, we know the struggle. He doesn't. But I love that there is white guys like Andy. He's got our backs. Uh, lighten up on my nigga, man. Uh that's from
0: LeBron's Ship. Dude, I, I I appreciate that, but I and my should I, I do feel like my my when I say should it does feel empty. I mean I, I, I hear it when I say it. Cause should doesn't you know I thought about it afterwards. I uh I never heard uh Martin Luther King's speech have should in it. Right. So America
1: I, for nothing else but the reason of injustice and palgaminity should treat niggas right
0: <laughs> it's it's not in there so i mean i i hear it <laughs> i hear it when i say it uh but I, the way that i should word things and I, and and i am going i want to be better at wording things we need to demand it to be changed not should be changed it should be de- we need to demand it and is and when you said I guess the way that I'm looking at it is I think that this is the most opportunity to be, bring white people on board on demanding the change that's ever been here because like I've said, it's different. They bear witness. They have to, they have to look at things different. And I've seen more people acting different, thinking about things differently, actually taking note. But then we put out a thing where that, as we talked about in last week's in yesterday's podcast, Uh, a joking uh, headstone goodbye to the, to the white couples, 1950 (coughs) and you rattle people. And I don't understand what the rattle is from. No one, you don't lose opportunity. It's not like you're losing opportunity. Other people are gaining access. Your opportunity is still there. So uh, uh, that I don't understand. But we need, and and when you say white people, it, it does take the, the. When you look at some states, and you see when we look at the Senate, and you see how many white senators they are. When you look at Congress, how many white congressmen? Yeah, there's a lack of there's a lack of uh, of of gender, and there's a lack of uh, uh, of diversity. So. Yeah, yeah, we need to demand. And that means you come out, you vote. There's all kinds of different things that we can do as people. But when I say that and, and I say the word should, I hear why it's empty. And I understand. I, 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 I can empathize with it, but I can't, like he said, I I don't I don't feel the same structure that you feel every day. It doesn't wave on me the same way it does. I, I can empathize with it, I can see it, I can understand it. <coughs> But I I, I, I got to be honest, and he's right. I don't... I want the change, but I don't feel it the same way that you do. Head of May Johnson,
1: when I roll these panties down, your pussy should make me come. I demand it! I don't want to pull my civil rights piece out and enter into your protest. And if the palgaminity of the vagina doesn't make me seeming all over your stomach, then I'm going to be very upset and take it out on Coretta. You should make a nigga ejaculate. And I demand it. It's my right.
0: <laughs> uh, the, the demand, it does sound more powerful than
1: the yes. should. Should. Should don't get you fed. Demand get you fed. I want you to back that booty up into my face and I want you to demand that I inhale all of your struggles because if I should only inhale it, then I won't be able to touch your liver with the tip of my nose. (laughs) 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 All right. So my boy, Timmy Doyle, uh, the leader of the fucking, uh, Call of Duty game. Um, and then after I read this, I want to point out something to you, Andy, that I actually, somebody sent me a screenshot of. Oh, Andy, email episode. Hey, yo, listening to the current email episode and I had to stop delivering the mail and take my lunch to write this. I didn't know you was a mailman nigga. Damn. Right, Timmy? Um, Andy, I love you, bro, but you are not, taking your own advice, Uh, oh my God, and making sure you have all the information. The judge in the Ridenhouse case did not just decide to throw out the gun charge for no reason. Uh, The letter of the law in Wisconsin is the individuals under the age of 18 are legally allowed to possess a long rifle, which an AR-15 is, with a barrel length over 16 inches. That's why the charge was dropped. It's ticky-tack shit, but it's part of their gun law. I agree with you both. He should have never... I agree with you both. He should have never put himself in that position, situation. When Aries said, doesn't that business have insurance? I screamed out, boom. I was thinking the same thing. As a responsible gun owner with a permit to carry both openly and concealed, I'm not going to put my ass in a situation where I can be seen as a threat. I have too much in the world to risk giving all that up to protect a business that doesn't even pay me. Rittenhouse should have kept his ass at home and jerked it to the bikini clad women hold AR-15s instead. Anyway, that shit was just bothering and I had to call Andy out. Love you guys. Keep pumping out awesome content. Tim Doyle. Uh, Tim, while you're on your mail route, uh, see if one of them letters is addressed to you uh, under the, Address ten dollar a lot of money because uh, you definitely had some flaws in that, my nigga. Uh, but
0: yeah, there it is. All right, Tim. Let me give this to you. The judge inserted himself into this uh, trial because the uh, prosecution is the one who brought that out, and it could have still and should have been argued by the uh, by the prosecution and, and, and the defense whether or not that long gun, even though the the uh, the length was correct, as you're saying, and it was within um, a marginal amount. The, the definition of what a long gun is, because I understand there's a measurement in it, but the idea of the long gun was so that father and son, I'm going back into the, uh, into the early uh, 1900s here, father and son could go hunting together and the son could legally carry a long gun. The long gun would have been a shotgun at the time or another hunting apparatus, but uh, hunting uh, an AR, they could have, uh, the AR-15, they could have argued differently on whether an assault weapon fell under the long gun status, regardless of the length of the barrel. That could have been argued and it could change gun laws. Uh, the judge could have allowed it to be argued and then he could have thrown it out at the end if he wanted to but he didn't even allow the argument to take place so yes you are correct he did have standing to take it out he also as many judges have before left things in and let the uh and let the argument be had this this judge was very involved in this from the very beginning. And I reason I think that that there's reasons why I think that he had that dropped. So that's, that's my problem with it. So it wasn't as, uh, uh, one as, as that I just missed and didn't have the information. I would like to apologize for something I said though, while we were talking about this early way earlier is that I said that the, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's family had some ownership in the, uh, car lot. They did not. As far as I understand now, they did not have that. It was, it was completely different. They didn't have any ownership in the gas station. I did see it on multiple sources. I thought it was correct. I was wrong. So on that, so I was more was wrong. To, more, so more to the point. No, he was asked, he was still asked to be, and there's there's problems in this too, but he was asked to come and, and help that, the, the, the other kid, his friend, was also one of the people that, they were, that was there. There was multiple people that they did ask to come over there. The one. Okay, but but just because he was asked doesn't mean he should have been there. No, I, I said from the beginning he shouldn't have been there, but he was there. Okay, but then all I'm saying is he's got to assume some responsibility for that. He And, and I think he should have assumed some responsibility for it, but that has nothing to do with self-defense. This is where we uh, differ on this. Okay, and, let me. Go okay. ahead.
1: Go ahead. I want to read you. I want to point out something that somebody sent me.
0: Um, what's her last name? Hold on one second. I wish you would re- read Rasad Sim- Simmons. He sent a he sent a couple emails in on this. Oh, uh, her name is Crystal Kaiser. She's a black girl. Um,
1: both parties, that we're talking about in terms of Crystal and Kyle. Both parties were seventeen at the time of their crimes. They were both were 17 at the time their crimes occurred, and both were charged with intentional homicide charges. Both parties claimed self-defense. Uh, in Crystal's case, um, fatally shot Randall Voller III in 2018, arguing that he sexually abused and sex-trafficked her and other underage black girls in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Kyle fatally shot two men and injured one during protests in Conisha, Wisconsin, arguing he was ambushed. Uh, Crystal is facing life in prison and is still waiting trial. Kyle Rittenhouse has been acquitted of all charges. So again, when you go back to, no, man, people shouldn't be treated the same. Well, this 17-year-old black girl who was sexually abused And was being forced into sex trafficking, shot and killed her abuser. She's awaiting trial, but faces life in prison. Meanwhile,
0: Kyle goes home. Yep. She's facing life in prison and she can beat the charges. She's at home now. She is at home and they are, they're going to, she needs money for her defense and she should get off. She should get off. There's other extenuating circumstances on this that they're using against her. And I don't think that that's right either because they're not. Why do you think that is? Because one, they don't have it one, they don't have it on tape. Uh, but two, <laughs> no, I'm serious. they don't have it on tape because I thought Kyle Ridhouse was guilty till I saw the tape. Uh,
1: so So based on what you know it is, you need the
0: tape? No for her for her, no, because I think once, once you establish sexual abuse and she's able to establish this because they have other people that are saying that they were that he was abusive and sexually abused them, um, your mental state changes at that point. And so uh, the, there are some things that happened after that she shot him that they're, that they're trying to hold. I don't think that that is going to hold up. And I think she should get off. And when you said treat it the same, yeah, I think she, I hope and I don't have all the facts in the case, but if, if everything that I've read that she was sexually abused, uh, she did, I, I think she set fire to the house or something, or something did some other things afterwards. So that put her in a different, she had opportunity. She just didn't call the police or go and surrender or whatever but you're in a mental state when you've been abused for not just abused for a long continuous period of time. So she, her mental state should be called into question on this. She was in a mental state at the time, nothing that she did after she shot him up uh, no, shooting him and everything she did after has to be considered all part of the self-defense because she she was, she was abused. So yes, she should get off. And this is where, if you make changes to laws or you want other people to be we need we, uh, we there should be consistency in this law. I mean, what I'm saying should be. So let's me rephrase that. I, dem- I I demand that there should be that there's consistency in this law. There, if she was abused sexually, she was trying to save herself. She should be off. And uh, but it will have to go to trial. Kyle Rindhouse was uh, was in the same situation. He could have gone to prison. Um, so hopefully justice is served. I believe that it will be. Um, but she does need money and you know what, uh, um, I actually sent this to someone too. She does have a fund, um, and maybe we could put it out and I'll try to get that out and I'll get that to Steve and maybe he can post that at the end or something, uh, uh, where they can, uh, send money for her legal defense fund. But, uh, she, na- she needs money. She needs money because she needs to be legally, def- the thing that's different in her case too. And this is where I, I talk about rich versus poor. Uh, Kyle Ridhouse was give, granted a lot of money for from people that I, I think shouldn't have been given him that money the, the same way. I think that's a lot. He should have access to money as well. But this is where our, our legal system is fucked up. Because if you have a lot of money, you can rework the case. If you don't have access to money, you're stuck with whoever that they give you. And that isn't fair. That isn't equal justice.
1: Well, I have a bigger issue with, you know, the motive behind the giving of the money.
0: Yes, I. That's what I. I was trying to get to that. And I was that was next. Uh, but yes, if you get money, uh, we should have the same access to money. That's. I think there should be. We need to figure out a way that a millionaire or a billionaire can't rework the justice system. While a, a regular person who has no access to money can't is going is the one going to prison because. That, is an equal, that There's no way that you can call it equal justice because now uh, money is buying someone's way out of jail or prison. <clears throat> All
1: right. Uh, Sergio. Shasha. Proof of life. I'm still here. I had to touch base and add military man movies as an army veteran. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, here's his top 10 list. Full Metal Jacket. I love that. I know I saw it, but it was so long ago. I need to get reacquainted.
0: It's two movies in one. Stanley Kubrick's one of his greatest movies. Loved it. And
1: it, that's that's the guy that goes. Let me see your war face. Yeah, yeah. He's always been typecast. He's the go-to sergeant uh, from in that, that role
0: because of that movie.
1: Yes, um, but two commando. Commandos? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I like Commando. But that's not a real... That's not a real... Uh, what do? How do you describe it? man? Uh, M- military man movies. Yeah, you, you're right from the sense that you get the fucking explosions and the... Uh, but compared to all your other movies, those are legitimate military movies. Is
0: that the one where they have the montage where he's putting the... Uh uh, yes yeah, he's putting the Alyssa the- Milano is his daughter okay yeah yeah
1: that you know i'm listen it's a man movie in terms of the kabooms and the stabbings and the shootings <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> but it's not now we talk about the quality of the of the military man movie but yeah i guess um navy seals at three
0: you know that one yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that one. Now, I had, there's that was, that was only, that wasn't that long ago, that one. If it's the I one I'm thinking of. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. You, if it's the one I'm thinking of, yeah, that should be in there. Who's in it? I, I don't know anybody in it. Oh, shit. I don't I know. I don't remember the movie that well. I just remember fucking
1: Dolly Parton might as well be in that motherfucker. For no, you. no,
0: it wasn't Dolly Parton. It was, it was men being men. I, right. I, I'm, I'm going to look it up. Um, Platoon. That's a great movie.
1: I have yet to watch that. You know what, dude? I I, I know that's the one with Tom Berenger, right? Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I Here's why I can't. I told you, gross shit, fucked up shit. There's a scene in there where this motherfucker, where a lot of them, some of them white dudes during the Vietnam were just so murderous, shooting fucking moms in the head Asian mothers in the head in front of the kids.
0: Ah, that's tough for me to digest. It's quick. Those scenes are really quick though. I'm not trying, not yeah, just but the, the brutality of them. I have the wrong movie tough for, for Navy- me to digest. I have the wrong movie for Navy SEALs. I just looked it up. It, it has Charlie Sheen in it. So that's, I, I don't remember. Navy SEALs? This, this one is from 1990. America's secret weapon, Navy SEALs. Yeah. So uh, Charlie
1: Sheen is in Navy SEALs and Platoon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I, All right. I, I did not, if this is the one, it was done in 1990. And no, I don't know this one. So, no.
1: All right. Um, Five, he has Stripes. What is it? Stripes, Bill Murray.
0: But that's not a man movie. That's what I mean. That's a comedy. Comedy, too. It's a great, I I think it's a great, I made Tara watch that. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now,
1: I don't want to take Commando out because it is man food. But it's just not that type of movie, though. Yeah, but he goes. We're talking about legit, real military
0: movies. It's a big blow-up movie. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'd still leave Commando in, but I can't put Stripes in. Even okay. If, but that's the facts, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that, Bill Murray? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen Stripes. Oh, uh, dude, it is so fucking... It, I think it's funny. I don't think it holds up. I watched it with Tara recently, and she thought it was funny, but it doesn't hold up the same way.
1: Right. Crimson Tide, great choice. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, seven hacksaw ridge. Yeah, that's what Andrew Garfield. Yeah, did you see it? Yeah, I don't know. Nah, I never saw that. It's it's a bloody movie. Is it really? Yeah. Glory number eight. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Oh my lord, 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 lord. All right, I went to fifty four. Uh, I guess we, I guess we met. I don't know what to say. Go oh, on, say what you feel, son. Say what you feel. Um, number nine, a few good men, definitely. Matter of fact, I don't know if if this if you put this in specific order, but number one to me is a few good men. But that, I could watch that shit over and over.
0: But that's a man movie, according to your what you consider. There's where, where's the explosions? You know what? It's
1: a you know what. But it's such a great. It's such a great fucking macho man. That listen. Jack Nicholson and fucking Tom Cruise. That scene, that is just mono mano Man, I watched that movie and I'm naked from the waist down.
0: One of the best, uh, one of the best, like two superstars in one scene together. That's one of That's the best scenes That's fucking
1: ever. Arturo Gatti, Mickey Wide Um, number ten, he has Top Gun.
0: Yeah, you know Top Gun's a man movie though. That's all man movie. It's yes. all action. It's it's, yes. it's dudes, it's dudes throwing their dick on the table. Whose dick is bigger than the other dick? Right. It's, it's right. a man movie. Okay. Would you agree that I
1: would replace stripes with Save it Private Ryan?
0: Yeah, but that's yeah. You could yeah, you could. Save and private Ryan could work in there.
1: And then I would say. But Commando, if you had to take out Commando, and I know you're not going to be for this because you weren't that impressed by it, but I thought one of the greatest movies ever, Casualties of War.
0: Dude, I think there's better movies than Casualty of War that, that kind of deal with the but, same thing. With what,
1: what all of these 10 movies, what? That's pretty much all of them.
0: Oh, there has to be. Uh, there has to be other movies. Military? Yeah. Especially some of the old movies, those old Well, how old do you want to go? I don't know.
1: Ah, the 1940s, Andy. (laughs) Brett Butler, yeah? There was a time when niggas would fly in the bombers before when they couldn't fly. It was just the white man flying around, blowing shit up. Oh, there, look there. There's a gook. Blow him up. But then they let the
0: niggas go from shining the planes to flying them. And everything changed. Brett Butler, yeah? Dude, uh... Fuck, dude! My name thing's coming up. I, I'm, I'm fucking up with my names in my head right now. Doo-doo, what, what, doo-doo, the movie? The Toby uh, doo-doo, Maguire doo-doo, movie doo-doo, that you are in. Who was the Who's the star? Doo-doo, doo-doo. The other, the Tobey Maguire, Jerry Maguire, Jerry Maguire. Who's the Who's the Who's the Who's the who's the, 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 the football player in it? Oh, uh, fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah. What's the movie? And and the reason I'm trying to remember this and I couldn't put it together at the time when you're doing that 1940s voice. Didn't they do that? Didn't they have an all-black cast about the people? Dude, they did, they did. About the Tuskegee... was it was it the Tuskegee Airmen? It might have been the Tuskegee Airmen, but I know it was an Airmen movie, and it was yes. the whole black
1: and and, and fucking uh, Derek Luke was in that.
0: But that movie with that 1940s guy voice to me, when right, you were putting it all together, and we're talking about this, right? That, that all rolled into the same thing for me. It, my 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 hard drive crashed. That's what happened right there. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> Your mental hard drive <laughs> My mental hard drive crashed Dude, do you ever remember This movie called uh, Heartbreak Ridge Heartbreak Ridge It's a Clint, ridge. It's, no, Heartbreak Ridge It's Clint Eastwood And uh, And uh, Mario Van Peoples Oh, hell no Dude, it's such a funny movie uh, and, well, is, It's no, a comedy? No, it's It's a military movie But there's lines in it The balance of comedy And <laughs> and, and Military uh, dude, the fact that you put
1: Clint Eastwood and Mario Van Peebles together is comedy.
0: Dude, it was a good movie.
1: Oh, anything other than New Jack City.
0: When you see Mario Van Peebles, it's... Oh. He's playing a character like you think of him. Ugh, douchey. <laughs> He's playing like this this uh, Marine that's a little... That's not necessarily a Marine type of Marine that does fucked up shit and him and uh, Clint Eastwood butt heads and it's just really, it's a good fucking movie. I'm telling you. What's it called? Heartbreak Ridge. I might have to do that.
1: All right. Uh, Your day one, Sergio. Sosa. I like you, Tony. There's no lying in you, Tony. Don't you ever try to fuck me, you fucking little monkey. Hey, take it easy when you talk to me. Hey, you want to go to fucking war? Tony, it's the phone. He hung up, man. He hung up. All right. Um, Ephraim Young. Well, let me see something. Oh, God, this motherfucker be writing books. Uh, Ephraim Young. Uh, <laughs> on the Virginia King Delroy Lindo tip. Plus Loretta Divine and all the black movies and the voice of the wife and the PJs. I got a great Christmas movie for you. This Christmas, I watch it every year, and I got a Delroy movie. A disaster flick, The Core, both are fire. Hopefully you both watch it. Thank you for keeping the blood pressure down, screenshots at the bottom. I never saw the Christmas movie, but dude, The Core, one of my favorite. Matter of fact, Andy, you you were, last time you was at my house, you were kind of watching it. It was where the, remember Del Rey Lindo? they all get on the ship that goes in the water because the earth is fucking up?
0: No, I don't remember that. Yeah, we were oh, watching dude. at your house. Yeah, I don't man. know that yeah. I saw it. Let me sit. Let me. You
1: you might have you you saw it, but I think you was kind of dozing in and out of sleep. Yeah, I was. Taught, I, 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 oh, but the core is awesome. Stan, my, my man is in that movie who
0: I love, Stanley Tucci. I Stanley, I usually watch Tucci movies because I think he's great. He's a great. Oh, Stanley Tucci's a beast. He's a great actor. Let me tell you something, man. Great man
1: movie that never I think got the credit it deserved was Kiss of Death. Remember Kiss of Death? Nicolas Cage, David Caruso, yeah, Sam Jackson, yeah. Michael Rappaport, yeah. Helen Hunt, hell of a cast. Fucking Rent, Ving Rhames. That's when, that's when David Caruso was really trying to get, become a movie star and he left NYPD Blue and he failed miserably. And they used to coin it pulling a Caruso when a television <laughs> star would leave a hit show to pursue an acting career in movies and then fail.
0: Um yeah, I'm not going to con- I I I'm going to go back to the core. I'm going to have to well I'm going to have to watch it cuz I I don't remember it. Oh, it's a great movie, dude. I, it's a great I, movie. I'll probably watch it tonight.
1: Yeah. And the, the the lead is the guy who plays uh Two-Face in the Heath Ledger Batman.
0: Yeah, the uh uh Aaron Eckhart. Harvey Dent. Aaron Eckhart.
1: Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love the core, son.
0: I'll have to, um, I don't think I've ever seen it. You, you were watching it with me, but you was... Yeah, but I wasn't really watching and out. watching, yeah, because uh, uh, you guys don't know this, but here, I'll just give you guys a quick... Uh, Aries has a really nice TV and sofa set up, and, uh, and he has a nice home with a lot of rooms, but uh, no other bed than the one in his room, so I sleep on the sofa downstairs. <laughs> so I'll watch movies, but I'm falling asleep half the time because I'm done. I'm old and I'm done. <laughs> uh, where are we, time-wise? Uh, we're at, we're there. Uh, how long? Hour and three minutes. For, for real? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Damn.
1: Sorry, there, kitties. You didn't get Rashad. Rashad Simmons is going to be heated that I didn't get him. Well, well do you have his? Because I don't see. I don't. Let me see if I have it.
0: I'm sure he was taking your side. No, not at all. He's mad at me. Is he really? Yeah. What you do, nigga? It's about the Kyle Renhart thing. Oh. All right. Let me see if I Yeah, he's the one who called me out and made me aware of the the grandparents thing. So Really? Yeah, here, I'm gonna send this one to you. He said Oh, this is from him? Yeah.
1: Damn, boy, we got I'm telling you, man, you got so many fucking unread emails, man. I know some of these motherfuckers be like, Nigga, you ain't read my shit. But we got uh so many. Uh is it the one that says, I don't know what you are?
0: Uh, I don't know what you are. Yep. All right.
1: Uh okay. So this is from Rashad Simmons, right? Yep. Yeah, this is the nigga I don't care for much. But fuck it. I thought He's you she's still here. Nah, because Rashad be saying some sideways shit to me sometimes. Well, he He's very opinionated. and I'm not mad at him for it. I'm not mad at it either, but nigga, come on, man. Just see, he's, 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 he's <laughs> kiss a little ass from time to time. <laughs> you know I'm joking, dog. I don't want to ever have my ass kissed unless it's by a woman. That's one of the greatest lines ever from Pulp Fiction. Miss, You know Mr. Uh, what, what's, what's his name? Ving Rhames' character marcellus wallace yeah. you know marcellus wallace don't like to be fucked by nobody other than mrs wallace why you does he look like a bitch no Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch no i didn't yes you did yes you did did, Sam did, Jackson. did some of his best writing though seriously oh man come on man dude i i,
0: I was in the bed the other day and fucking reservoir dogs what a great
1: fucking movie.
0: Dude, the beginning with Mr. Pink, Mr. White, oh. Mr. P- uh, that whole fucking scene. To have that many oh. guys in one scene and you make it make sense and make it Man. work. Man. Mark Madsen,
1: everybody, Tim Roth, everybody was solid. And smoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. For Rashad Simmons last one. Subject. I don't know what you are. First, Kyle had no grandparents with a business there. Second, he wrapped one ankle and us not a fucking, and, and one ankle and us not a fucking EMT. And he's not an EMT. Oh, is oh, not an, an EMT. Okay. Uh, you can I give us $10 fuck- a lot of money, right? Right off the top. You can give it to him and then $10 go on. a lot of, I don't like this nigga money. <laughs> I watched the fucking trial and you just put out a bunch of right-wing racist talking points, none of which were true. Aries is ignorant, oh shit, and didn't know the facts, so you were allowed to out that out there. The judge was corrupt. The fix was in. He had no business there. He knew he was a fucking coward. There is no middle ground. He can't help but be white and racist. I can't believe... Oh shit, you are attempting to defend this shit. And the fact that you are lying makes it worse. Fuck you for that. I, let me stop for a second. Andy, come on.
0: Do really, you see. Yeah, do you yeah. see. He's passionate. He's passionate.
1: Like if we were all eating at the same breakfast table, I would swear this nigga's holding a revolver under the table. He's passionate. He brings weapons to eat. <laughs> all right. Um, there's no middle. I can't believe you are 10. Fuck you for that. Stop fucking denying racism. I know it makes you your white fertility uncomfortable, but bitch, we have to but bitch, we have to live with it even if you keep denying it. I'm sick of this shit. If we if if he were black. He'd be dead or prosecuted. Name me one fucking case of black man that got off. Honey, I know we have milk, but do we have any OJ? Uh Snoop didn't shoot his bodyguard, didn't shoot his bodyguard did. And that ain't the same. The facts of those cases were different. You are full of shit. Fuck you for that. Yo, I'm I'm telling you, Andy, there are certain people. Now, I don't know that I'm right, but I don't think that I'm wrong. There are certain people you know and you hope and pray don't have a family. Because if he has a wife and children, he's beating them, nigga. He's passionate. He's taking, he's taking his frustration out on the kids. Daddy, can we have some ice pops? What whap, thwap, bam. Yeah, I'm, he's passionate. This Keep nigga, going. nah, fuck passion. This nigga's an abuser.
0: Very, very passionate. <laughs> Is that, that's what you
1: tell the police, nigga. What's these bruises all over your wife's face? That's passion, motherfucker. It's passion. We were trying to work shit out. We trying to work shit out. You know what I mean? My kid's in the ICU right now because I'm passionate. <laughs> I'm <laughs> shot, man. God damn, nigga. <sighs> You go to church. (laughs) Son, do you want to give your 10% to God? Hey man, fuck God and fuck that 10%. Flipping the goddamn offering basket over. (laughs) Damn, Rashad, you couldn't talk to me or Andy without all the expletives and the foul language, nigga. (laughs) Jesus. I don't, I don't, I feel like I gotta sleep with my light on
0: because of this nigga. (laughs) so uh, do I I, I, was it over is that the end of the email yeah man I'm scared for you to even talk okay first of all uh, I don't even like Jews fucking smother
1: you with your own yarmulke nigga
0: well here I'm I'm gonna hit him back with these these few things one is I I was wrong about the the grandparents I, I did I did I, I didn't watch that part in the trial because I didn't watch the very beginning of the trial. I watched later days. That I did not see. And I had I did look it up. And there was other people, other media sources that said the same. So I was off on that. But I, I'm giving you credit. And I appreciate you calling me out. One, because I can't appreciate it. But two, because I'm going to be passionate. I'm going to say this to you. I... I have never denied racism. So when you're getting passionate about something, get passionate about what you should be getting passionate about. Uh, I think I burn you with all nine Hanukkah candles, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and Hanukkah is over. So I guess we were all right. Uh, let's I see. beat you with the candle holder, Motherfucker. Okay, but here's my questions for you then, uh, Mr. Rashad Simmons. Uh, where are all the people that saying Kyle Rittenhouse was aggressive before any of this took place? The prosecution surely would have been able to find these people if they existed. There wasn't anybody that said that. I know he only wrapped one ankle and he's not an actual EMT, but he did go to fucking some like cop camp or some camp that he got Training with guns and training that's with EMT scary. training. Cop, cop camp. I don't know what it's called, but he wants to see he the kid wants to be a cop. So that's part of the nature of what we're dealing with here. And I don't necessarily like how you acted on your email, but I give you the benefit of the doubt as I don't like this kid. I don't like what he tried, what he how he's been used or what he's standing for, but that is different than what the case is about. So Number two, Kyle was seen in the video being chased by Rosenbaum, zigzagging in and out until Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum's acquaintance fired a gun from behind Kyle. At that point, Kyle took a uh, turn, took a stance, and Rosenbaum continued to approach uh, and grabbing Kyle's gun and Kyle uh, trying to grab Kyle's gun, Kyle fired. Uh, and, and during the trial, Rosenbaum's acquaintance, which... I don't remember his name, confirmed. He had uh, not in any, had interaction with Kyle beforehand. So here's I'll, the thing. i rape you with a menorah, nigga. Here's the thing that I want to say about this dude. Uh, listen, we can, we can go back and forth on this dude, on, on Rosenbaum. But here's the thing. We saw other videos, and Kyle doesn't have to know about these other videos. But we did see other videos where this guy is a problem. This guy is is trying to uh, make sure that the most destructive things can happen. He wasn't a good person. If we saw Rosenbaum and none of this happened to him and you saw him yelling the N-word at everybody and trying to set shit on fire and trying to cause people pain, you would think this motherfucker should be done. So w- be honest about this. About who this Rosenbaum character is, he saw this young kid who uh, obviously look at him. He this opie ass motherfucker. He looked like he could be taken down. His gun could be taken away from him, and that's what Rosenbaum did. He chased him to fuck with him. Be honest about that because he saw a weakling, and that's what he went after. But this Kyle kid, I'm going to say this: he was trained, and he he did what he he did what you would do with someone who was trained and someone's trying to take your gun from you. That's what you're going to do. because if that guy- Are you Jewish motherfuckers honest with us
1: when it's time for you to give us change back? Or do
0: you keep them extra coins? <laughs> uh, the second person killed by Kyle is the only person I feel bad for. As Kyle's running from the first shooting, you could hear in the video where he was asked where he was going. His response was to the police. He was going to turn himself into the police at that moment. As he continues running, people are chasing him. said, so he's the shooter. Get his ass. You can hear all that in the video. He gets struck. He falls down. He uh, he, the guy goes to hit him with the skateboard. This is the dude that I feel bad for. And there's a reason why I feel bad for this. This is this is uh, his name's Hubbard. I feel bad for him because as everybody's yelling that I do believe this guy went to disarm the person that he felt was a shooter. I don't think that he was he was doing anything to be malicious other than he thought that the shooter was the kid with the gun, which he was and wanted to take the gun from him and when he did that and hit him and took it away Kyle was defending himself at that time too because Kyle and him don't have they're not communicating no one knows what's happening at that moment people are screaming all kinds of things he shot him he killed him that's the only that's the dude that I do feel bad about Uh, but I still have to say that Kyle was doing defending himself at that time because he thought his gun was going to be taken away and as he's being beaten I would think that he would think that the gun would be being used against him so I'm still I'm still there but when I first saw that video and I saw the guy going after Kyle with the skateboard on the videos that were originally played, I was like, this fucking kid needs to go to jail. I thought I was I was against Kyle at that moment. When I saw the video in its entirety, that's when it changed for me. Uh, Kyle approaches with the gun. Okay. And then uh, Gross Kurtz or whatever approaches Kyle with the gun. This is why I really, really, what summed it up for me, why I went with it, it was self-defense. This uh, Gross uh, Kurtz dude, Approaches Kyle with the gun. Kyle holds in a defensive position as skirts lowers the gun. Kyle does not fire. It's only after uh, the, the skirts guy raises the gun again, and then Kyle fires when he saw, and, and that's clearly seen in the video. Uh, that piece of the video is what made me go. This guy was he was trained. He, the guy lowered the gun. He didn't shoot him. The guy went to put the gun back up, to shoot him, and he he shot. And in that trial, there's a uh, the uh, this guy's friend says that his only regret was that he didn't kill Kyle. And then he later recants that in the trial. But I don't know who to believe at that point, but he did say it. He recanted it later and said that he was just making that shit up, I guess. The judge, I agree, is the problem in this case. I agree that the judge shouldn't shouldn't have inserted himself into this case the way that he did. But that's my feelings, Rashad. That's what I saw in the video. I don't know what you saw in the video, but if you were being chased, Rashad, and someone was trying, you were being oh that point that you brought up that if you had the gun, if you I told you this has been uh, in places where you can open carry. There's many times that I see many different people of all different backgrounds carrying weapons. I've seen it on YouTube. You can watch videos. People test the t- test the police departments. They test their uh, for civil rights, and you can see the people have carried these guns now. That being said, I do see black people being more aggressively treated while they carry those guns. So I'm not denying that, but you could walk around with your gun. I, I don't suggest that anybody walks around with their, their, their gun. I didn't think Kyle should be there, but he was there. And the initial beginning of this whole thing starts with Rosenbaum chasing that kid. Should the kid have been there? No, but that that that's that's where I'm at that doesn't change whether whether he should have been there or not, whether it's self-defense or not. That dude was chasing him. I don't think he was going to, I don't think it was going to end nicely for him either. I'm not saying the guy was going to kill him. I just don't think it was going to end right. Hear, here. So there you go. I wanted to get it in because you I, he sent in several letters and I wanted to get that into him. Uh, I wanted to get that on for him because he does have a right to express his opinion as I have my right to express that opinion. This isn't based on anything else than what I saw in that video, man. <laughs>
1: there it is there it is um all right rashad uh take a minute man debrief my guy uh don't knock out the kittens and the babies uh
0: (laughs) go tenderize something make it pound on it a little bit yeah yeah structure Um, something go get some pussy nigga um all right any announcements before uh Yeah, just our dates. Uh like you said, you're gonna be Christmas Day and the following, the day after Christmas, uh the, the return return of your gifts day. Uh you're gonna be in uh Dana Beach, Florida, improv, right? Yes. Uh and that is uh that's the new improv that's out there, and it's only the two days. So uh if you, Yes,
1: uh, 25th, 26th, two shows, 25th. One show, 26.
0: So, so to all my uh, Jewish friends out in Dana Beach, Florida, which there are many Jews out in Florida uh, and you uh, don't really have anything to do, you can't really, you're not going to the movies because there's no good movies out. Go see Aries. Fuck your
1: Jewish friends. Who was that? Rashad Simmons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go see Aries over at that uh, Dan- that brand new and it's nice because I know the guy, that's a that's a big bash operation and they build nice clubs. So go see uh Aries over at that improv, uh, Christmas day. And the day after what only one show the day after yes, two on Christmas though. Yeah, that's weird. I would have thought it would run the opposite know. way around. Uh, yeah. okay. But then, uh, after that Aries and I were going to be in Miami improv the 30th through the second, please get your tickets. If you want to come out for uh, new year's, it should be a fun show. Um, uh, we're going to have a good time. New year's ring in the new years with Aries and Andy. Well, you're paying for Aries, but you get Andy, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: uh, Again, Aries Spears, 45 at Hotmail. For any new listeners that want to write into the show, get some shit off your chest, uh, even if it is uh, filled with vitriol vitriol and anger and a Rashad Simmons-like temperament.
0: Uh, real quick, real before, quick. Oh, you, yes. I, I got to give you the rest. St. Louis, this is all January. St. Louis, 6th through the 9th. Aries and I will both be there. The 13th through the 16th, Aries and I are going to be at the brand new uh, Milwaukee Improv. Uh, I, and on the 21st to the 23rd, we're going to be at the Cleveland Improv. We're actually going to go this time and go see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No matter what, we're going to go. Aries.
1: Yes. Uh, and that's dead of winter. God
0: damn. damn I know. we got this dec- so cold. We yeah. got to do dec- say It's right by the hotel we stay at. We got go to go there. And then on the 28th and 29th, Aries is going to be at the Denver Improv, and I'm going to be at the St. Back in Helium at the St. Louis uh, Helium uh, in the garage, uh, headlining those shows, getting ready to record that hour. So, if you want to come out, I'd appreciate it uh, if you're in that St. Louis area. If you're in the Denver area, I like that Denver club, though, man. So, uh, I'm missing out not going to it.
1: Um, before we bring out the musical guests, this commercial called Aries is brought to you by Aries to everybody out there, please, please, please uh, check this out and support me on this. I need you. I'm putting a bad signal in the air. Um, Yo, I'm a tech investor, y'all. I've partnered with Aries. Yep, you heard that right. Aries, spelled A-R-Y-E-S. They approached me and said they wanted to help 100,000 business owners keep their doors open. And after I saw the product, I was like, sign me up. It literally helps business owners increase their profit and run their businesses without needing to do basic accounting. Look, this isn't the business podcast, so let's keep it simple. I need your help. If you own a storefront business or know someone who owns a storefront, I need you to use Aries, that's A-R-Y-E-S, and submit Reviews. Go to HeyAries.com and click Get Aries. Hey h e y a r y e s dot Use the code Spears, all capital letters, so I know my listeners are supporting. When we hit hundred thousand signups, we got something special planned. Yay! He yay! He. All right, uh, Chris Williams. C will music. Instagram and Twitter at. C-H-R-I-L-L-A underscore. Uh the name of the song, I believe, is called J Dirty Master. It says JC Dirty Master by C Will Music. Enjoy.
2: When we met couple kids with big dreams, had to figure out a couple things. If we barely knew each other, but it seemed judging by your energy, that one day I'll be down on one knee. Unfortunately, the happiness was short-lived. You and Laura told me that you had a boyfriend. I said, Oh shit, really how long? But didn't really care. I knew this soony would be gone. Off to college, giving you some time to weigh your other options. So we kept the conversation popping. We go to the mall, looking around window shopping. In and out of stores, you probably ain't think nothing about it. Normal college shit, but I was writing lists. So I could get a better sense of everything to get. When I'll make you mine. I ain't have a blueprint, but getting close by the I had to take some time to shoot my shot Then I finally put my pride to the side But you declined, I was like, damn When I asked you why, you said we better off as friends But couldn't bear to see you hanging with another man So I replied, baby girl, all I need is one chance To give you the world and show you the pearls And all the diamonds fine down in late night wine line and I'm trying to make you mine, baby I try so hard to be a keeper so, i truly a pleaser. Oh, felt it so strong. What I see is helpful, you see is dreadful. It's I fate. Why I Look. Fast forward about 10 months later. We were going strong, ever clear, no chaser. But I was chasing demons, I was trying to fight it. I felt complacent with my dreams of the limelight, so I blamed you. Knowing it was me the whole time. Wasn't on my grind, every day was giving signs. That I wasn't fired as I once seen. Unfulfilled, like a nigga needed protein. I felt in fear that the devil was approaching. Now I'm praying, God, please do not desert me. Make my will strong, got my J to Hurt team. See, Will got a girl, he's under.
0: Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly and Matt Kleinschmidt for the laugh button podcast. For more information on where to find us on the Internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. Just because you
1: say it with conviction, it don't mean shit to me
0: do you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!